folks, and welcome to Azeroth Coast to Coast. My name is Gavril, and these are my fantastic co-hosts, Kevin and Chris, who I will not give the opportunity to say hello. Here on Azeroth Coast to Coast, we're excited to spend the next hour or so talking about topics designed to help you as a player in the World of Warcraft, or probably just something we decided to talk about about five minutes before we hit record. Um, in last week's episode, we complained about bag space and our creepy love of the collections tab. This week, we're going to be talking about some lost, scrapped, neutered systems from the past and some in more recent memory. Um, and with that, we're going to go ahead and jump right into last week. Uh, Kevin, Chris, how are y'all doing this week, gentlemen? Hey, buddy. Doing good. Ooh, good. Hello. Good to hear, boys. Good to hear. Hey, Chris, what was last week like for you, my friend? Um, Very similar to the week before. Uh, I did my Nighthold runs. We're still stuck at or we've had a lot of people just not able to raid lately and we've had some people dropping out and going to raid with real life friends um but you know we're still having fun we're getting through it we're just essentially just a bunch of kids who just want to have fun even though we're all in our 20s and 30s as we all know girls just want to have fun it's okay yeah indeed um although we lost most of our girls i think we only, we had like five girls we're only down to one now that's a tradition. I've been gearing my US Demon Hunter and my priests. They're eight thirty-five and eight fifty-five. I've been doing some mythics, mythic pluses on both of them, and it's been fun. The it's nice to get back into healing again. So that's one of the things that I'm really happy about on my priest. I'm just gonna do what I've done since Wrath. I still suck at Hearthstone. I don't think I'm ever going to get good at that game. I'm going to have to sit you down at some point, maybe today. I don't know. Maybe some point. I'm free today, so we can do it after the show if you want. Okay. Um, And Heroes of the Storm, I genuinely love Probus. It's Probus, or whatever, however you pronounce his name. Whatever you pronounce it at. Yeah, Probus, he's fantastic. He's so adorable. The burst he does is insane. Uh, him and Gazlo on the same team on temples of doom or uh the other the sand one the desert one was it called oh jesus christ you're asking uh, um, uh temple of anubis something like that whatever, whatever it's, that's, no, like that's, the, that's overwatch no that's, that's overwatch, overwatch. <laughs> um but yes the one with the lasers and the giant shrines they are overpowered together on that it's like you're not getting any of the, sh- the temples at that point it's ridiculous yeah. but it's a lot of fun doesn't he have like a 35 percent win rate in comp though right now he, oh he does he's not he's not good in comp or anything like that but he's fun he's, he's a lot of fun well your concept he, of fun is different from another concept of per- another person's concept the, of fun so the, the problem with probates is that he has such a low health pool and he doesn't have the advantages of like being murky where it's like you give half xp and you have a low a low res timer or the vikings where it's a full res timer but you give like a quarter xp he doesn't have that advantage he's like a just a normal full-on hero it's a normal full kill it's a normal res timer but he has like no health i think if they corrected him towards like the murky side of things it would be a little bit easier like in terms of res timers and uh things like that I would agree. I would agree. He needs he needs a little bit of a, a murky mechanic or a Vikings mechanic built into him uh, to any help him a little bit along with the competitive plays. 
Oh, oh. But for quick match and unranked, he's a lot of fun. Oh, wait, no, I've got it right now. You can queue up multiple lives by staying alive. Like, you queue oh, up probes. You? Queue up probes in StarCraft. That's that's amazing, yes. So you can, like, queue up multiple lives and get the lives going that way. So for every two minutes you're alive, you, you generate a, probe a new queues up. A probe queues up. Yeah, something like something weird like that, I think, would be just... I think it would be perfect for the whole thing, the whole way that they're presenting him. Yeah, I, that's actually a stupidly good suggestion. That's brilliant. I like that. Like, like cut his XP in half and then he queues up an extra life every like two or three minutes or whatever so that he can get right back into the battle yeah i like that that's really good actually see there we go and now now we're branching into you know uh heroes of the the storm storm. uh development ideas uh kevin how you doing buddy hey i'm doing well good to hear what was your week like so far pretty good i got the court of hope legendary which was pretty awesome. Ooh. It's a holy priest, if you don't know how it I'm works. I'm so excited for you. Um, basically, when your holy word, which is your big heal, either the group or the single target version, if that's up and you do a regular heal, you start stacking an additional 10% healing on the big heal. So okay. you can get up to 50% extra healing on your big heal. And when it crits, it does sick numbers. So I was sick, wicked, awesome. nasty numbers. Yeah, I was doing mm-hmm. like fully buffed. I was doing a uh, single, he, single target holy word for three million, and I was That's doing, but that was on crit and on crit on the group heal. I was healing, you know, each person for almost um, for over a million. Not bad. No, it's it's pretty nasty. So nasty in a good way. Um, so yeah, that was really fun to toy around with, and then I used it on a Mall of Souls that had overflowing, um, <laughs> and I and I was like, hey, uh, you know, you, I, I think I was in a group with Rob from the guild, and I was like, Rob, stand over here, and I just like plopped one of the big heals on him that had like a plus fifty percent increase healing to it, and I was like, and then I just stood there and healed him back for like a minute in a row. Uh, and I was like, yeah, I just... Because need- you overhealed him for, like, his entire health. Yeah, I was just like, yeah, I needed to get rid of that because <laughs> I had so many stacks on it. So I had to, like, just, you know, dump it on someone when we weren't in combat so I didn't kill him when we were in combat. Um, oh, my God. So that, that was fun. And then... Anything else interesting? Yeah. Um, I took a few days off because it's my birthday today, March 18th. So. Happy birthday! Woo-hoo. Happy birthday! Thanks. Um, so I was off on thursday and adams was on and we were just running all of the lfrs and i do not suggest doing them all at the same time one after another it gets real boring real fast well it's but if you don't do that then you want to cut yourself when you realize you have to go back into them (laughs) it's yeah it's just the fact that you know you're having to sit there through all of the mindless nonsense especially as a healer you're just like healing people once in a while switching to damage you know just i don't know it's horrible it's not fun at all this is why i netflix while i lfr just yeah. just cue a shadow just just uh just cue us holy but uh go into shadow screw <laughs> that's what everybody oh, that's what ev- that's what every other person. person dude i have not had a single lfr where half the healers were actually healers <laughs> i know it's the worst don't be that person because i i've been in multiple lfrs 
where I've zoned in and all the healers did that. So we had no fucking healers. Don't be that guy. Oh, we had that problem <laughs> on, um, I did uh, Betrayer's Rise and one of the tanks was DPS. One of the two yeah, tanks. Yeah, that's okay with Gul'dan. That's okay with Gul'dan. Except no that the really other tank was a demon hunter and he was just getting his shit wrecked every five seconds. He's a bad demon hunter because I'm in a demon hunter and I'm killing. I fight Gul'dan on on normal and we're working towards him on heroic. So uh. okay, you you were saying you were saying Kevin, you had a yeah. point going yeah. through there with the LFR. Uh, so I ran all of those and then um, I decided I had like a key for Mall of Souls and um, <coughs> so, sorry, somebody else from the guild also did. So we're, I'm like, hey, you know, looking for two or three people. Uh, we'll run a six and a seven mall of souls. And everyone was like, yeah, cool. And we got, we had somebody join. And then after the first dungeon, they're like, yeah, I got to leave. Uh, but we had like a nine, 10, uh, demon hunter that was fighting with us and he was like doing super well and totally badass. So that was helping a lot. Um, and then somebody procced a upgrade to mall of souls and we ran a nine (laughs) And then we came back after a raid later that night and ran an eight. So I ran four Mall of Souls in a single day. And I felt like a badass mythic mythic raider. Yeah. Yep. Mall of Souls forever, man. Now, why did you bring up LFR? Um, LFR, because that's something else that I did this week. Mm -hmm. But No. Look at your show notes, Kevin. Oh, 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 that's right. Yeah, in LFR. Dumbass, I swear to God. I swear to God. In in LFR, I got my chess piece from Krosis and completed my four set for my first tier, my first tier gear set. Woo, look at that. That's so shocking. I didn't know you did that, despite the fact that I'm looking right (laughs) at your show notes for this week. (laughs) Yes, I got my four piece set. I had no idea. Congratulations! What is the holy four piece? Um, I totally forget. I was more excited about my my um, legendary. Actually, I don't know. We can look <laughs> it up later. It's probably better than it's probably better than some of the. I other think it. Sets. I think what it does is it gives me a percentage, a twenty percent additional chance to crit on Holy World's Holy Word Serenity, which is the single target uh, large heal. That's yeah, so it's better than a lot of the other yeah. and that's really ridiculous. I mean, then. basically, it's another like tier in one of the traits that I have because I think that that's one of the traits in the. Do you know? Do you know what the Demon Hunter Force says? No, it's so shit. Essentially, it reduces the cooldown of my active mitigation, which is physical mitigation. Do you know what Nighthold doesn't have a lot of physical, physical. damage? Physical damage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> So fast. So, yeah. No, I mean it, that. That means you're going to be ready for Croesus, you know? Those, those big white hits. Oh, those big white hits and that slam. That's about it. That's about all that's that I'm. I'm really, ready for. That's really about it. That's really about <laughs> Everything it. Everything else is fucking magic. Yep. Um, what about you, Chris? Ah, uh, not a whole lot. My priest's eight fifty three. I'm super casually leveling through him. Um, I picked up. Um, yeah, not much of anything. No, he's just pretty shit still. But it's okay. I still love him because I've been playing him since vanilla. Um, I've been casually grinding. Oh, hit my desk. Uh, I'm casually grinding AP and uh, World Quest gear just to get him up to 853. Uh, doing a little bit of the Suramar quest chain. Um, I'll be honest, you know, this week I was like really lazy and I didn't feel like playing WoW. So I played a lot of Magic the Gathering Online, Hex, Hearthstone, like CCGs. I don't know why I'm getting back to CCGs. Um, but that's most of what I've been doing this week. 
which is ignoring the whole point of our podcast, which is, you know, World of Warcraft. Um, yeah, I'm a bad, I'm a bad, I'm a bad co-host, aren't You're I? Bad yeah. man. I'm a bad Go co-host. Go create another podcast, noob. CCG oh, cast. Chris and I are going to make a, lo- a lore podcast and just ignore you, kid. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, buddy. No, no. We actually, <laughs> no, we need to bring him with us so he can ask dumbass questions. That's true. Oh, that's true. That's true. It, we, we need a reason to launch into these 25 minute tangents about lore. <laughs> yes. So this week, uh, we wanted to go ahead and give a shout out to our buddy Vince uh, from over at Hotscast. Uh, it's at Vincent Minucci, M-I-N-N-U-C-C-I. Uh, and he wanted us to talk about uh, Retrospective on the Path of the Titans. Um, I love that idea, and Kevin and Chris both agreed, and that's why this week we're talking about uh, Scrapped Systems. Um so, yeah, so we went with his idea and just expanded on it. Just expanded his on idea it a to bit. talk so, about old bad ideas. Old bad ideas. Yes, exactly. So Vince, thanks for the idea, my man. Uh, we appreciate it greatly, uh, and uh, thank you for shouting us out. Thanks for uh, tweeting at us. Um, so that's really it on the Twitter and the social media side of things. We are social media juggernauts, gentlemen. Just absolute yeah. Oh, I, I also wanted to mention that Albie said that he went back and listened to our old shows. I am so fucking sorry, Albie. And he yep, was... I am so, so sorry. He was complaining <laughs> about your picks for banned battlegrounds for uh, Battleground Week. Well, we're all, really? we're all bad at... Like, we're bad at Battlegrounds, so yeah. What would no, he didn't even tell me. He just disagreed. Sorry. He just told me he disagreed with you. <laughs> Well, you uh, it, 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 respectfully, I tell you to screw yourself. That's just me, though. I think we That's should add Albie Corner because I love his feedback. Albie, yeah, Albie Corner is a new feedback section. So whatever he has, whatever he says about our podcast, Kevin will tell us. <laughs> okay. Kevin will tell us what Albie says. <laughs> uh, so uh, we're really light on news this week. There's not a whole lot going on right now. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and talk about this week's event. We have got the Battleground event this week. If you are grinding for those hidden appearances and all that other junk, uh, this is the week to do it. Uh, random BGs will, re- will reward more honor. So if you're going for your PvP appearance or one of the random or one of the uh, hidden appearances, this is the week to do it because there's going to be a lot of people playing. Yay. Um, and yesterday, uh, represented the start of the Ungoro Madness mini holiday. Oh, we need to do um, that. Yes, we do. Um, it's jumping into after this. It's yeah. just a little thing. Um, you get uh, these, get these little essences and things from killing stuff out there. It's it's just a fun little event. I haven't actually gone into it because I was so so tired after work yesterday, so I didn't get a chance to play any of it. Do I get um, to ride a dinosaur? Also- I am not certain if you get to ride a oh, dinosaur I don't think or not. You do. um, um Chris, you did you did mention um that one of the micro holidays that did get cancelled has been rescheduled, wasn't it? Yes, that was the Kieran Tor Tavern Crawl was rescheduled. I believe that's the first week of August, if I remember correctly now. That one should have been the one for St. Patrick's Day. It I'm, really should I have. Think, uh, yeah, I agree, but I'm so excited for that. I really am. Yeah. I just want to go and drink with some drunken mages. Yep. So um the Kirin Tor Tavern Crawl currently, now they haven't, I don't know if this is going to be 
a hard and fast date for it, but they have confirmed that that not confirmed, not confirmed, Christopher. Uh, they have stated that um, on the in-game calendar, it is currently set for I believe it's July thirtieth. Uh, 30 days, whatever. Uh, it's the last day of July and the first day of August uh, is set up on that. So there is, we should be seeing that in another couple of months. Um, Journey to Angoro, which is the Hearthstone expansion, has been, uh, we're, we're, has been announced, I believe, if I remember correctly. Um, I honestly, I saw the card reveals yesterday and I was like, okay, I'm officially going to forget everything about this expansion and not care about it. <laughs> Um, I already don't care about it. I know you don't. I, uh, I care about it. I just suck at the game. Uh, that's going to be coming out, I believe it's next week? Or two weeks yes. out? It's either next week or next two weeks. Week. Oh, so it is next week. Okay, then. Um, and this week's world boss is Sharthos over in Valshara. That's that big-ass dragon, if I remember correctly. Yes. That nightmare the drake. Twilight, the oh. other nightmare drake, yes. Yep. So uh, they're up currently. Um, let's see. Kevin, what's going on next week, buddy? Next week, we have the Legion Dungeon event with extra loot from the last boss. Go do your dungeons. Please don't do that ever again. Please don't, do that please don't ever, ever again. again. Please don't do that ever again. <laughs> um, I think it also gives you extra rep for the for the faction that there's in the dungeon. So like, uh, I'm not certain about that. I've never heard anything about that. Does this give you the chance to sure drop loot that from one. that dungeon? Like, if I went to Black Rook Hold, could I get my mana trinket finally? Uh, if it's off uh, the last it's boss. Extra loot off the last boss. So only if it's the last Only boss. the last boss? Uh, that sucks. I'm not certain. I'm not certain if it's like loot, if, if it's zone wide or if it's just the boss. If it's like a dungeon wide loot or just the last boss. So I'm not certain. I'll hmm. be honest. I never really do this event because I got most of the stuff I needed um, before I realized I needed faulty countermeasures for my uh, Rep Paladin. Well, one of so I'd have to actually go one of the mana trinkets I still don't have, and I've been running Black Orc Hold and Charism to try to get a mana to or a mana trinket. So you've been running the uh, Monk of Utar? Uh, no, I don't know what that is. Charism. Um, just you, you said you were return, you said you were running Charism. Return the Charism. Charizan. He's not going to get it. I got it. I got it. Finally, after an awkward minute and a half, you finally got it. Return to Charizan. I got it right away. It's like... Too much Heroes of the Storm. A little too much Heroes of the Storm. So for this week in news, Chris, go ahead and take it away, buddy. The Four Azeroth event, which is a cross-promotion event between Heroes of the Storm and World of Warcraft, has been extended up to March 26th. So uh, the 26th of this month you have until to get your mounts and stem pack in Heroes of the Storm and your uh, Flame Kitty in World of Warcraft. Awesome. So you a little more time to do that. Um, I don't think you needed that extra time personally just because we burst out in like an hour. <laughs> and I've done yep. it on two accounts. But you know what? More people getting their mounts, the better. Honestly, it's I, a great promotion for heroes. So. I'm not that much of an elitist, so I'm happy that they're keeping it going yeah. for the extra week. More the more promotion, more people playing Heroes of the Storm. I never used thing. the stim pack. I, I, I finished up, and I was just like, I'm done with Heroes for a while, and I think my stim well, pack's I've got expired. a year-long stim pack on my US account. So. Yeah, well, you can go to hell. Um, um, <laughs> that's what I'm very happy about. Chronicle Volume 2 was released worldwide. It's released in the States last week, and it got released in the state, uh, recent in Europe this week. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so Chronicle Volume Two is up and able to be purchased from all good retailers. But um, but what, what are we buying? He's, oh, he's butting about you. I don't have it yet. Um, <laughs> I don't have it yet. Just just throwing this out there, folks. If you're in the U.S., uh, you can get both Chronicle Volume One and Two for about fifty-four bucks uh, with Amazon Prime. Uh, I think that or, I think that also applies to Europe, but it's obviously in, in, pounds. in pounds or uh, euros, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you can get both volumes for about fifty bucks. Um, it's not a bad deal. Um, I'm actually no, strong, it's a very good. Deal. I'm strongly considering getting it, considering I think the MSRP on it is thirty nine ninety nine each. Yep. So it's it's a really decent price for it. You know, you're saving I'm like twenty five really... bucks for the pair. So, for people who are unaware, Chronicle is the book series that goes through the entire history of uh, the Warcraft franchise from the beginning of creation all the way through. The first book went from the beginning of creation through to, I want to say, Medivh going into his coma, roughly. Um, and the second book will kind of pick off where that one left off, but it gives us a lot of information about Draenor, Primal Draenor, and the fact that... One of the first things you read in it is that no, Draenor did not have a world soul. So that's that's a bit that's that's interesting. Draenor did not have a world soul. Has no soul. But the, but the Titans were still there, and Draenor's it explains why. <laughs> so Dra- it goes into all the information about Draenor, the rise of the Horde, the opening of the Dark Portal, and then it continues all the way through to the end of the Second War. So you're saying that Draenor There's is the redheaded of stepchild there. of the universe. Yeah. Not really, because it got cared for. <laughs> it actually was cared about by the Titans, even though it didn't have a world soul. Oh, so sad. And there's information in there about uh, how that happens. So if you're into any kind of lore or you want to get into lore, Chronicle is the best way to do it. So make sure you pick those two up. This is because Chronicle is one of the first like official sources. This is like canon through yeah. and through. Uh, it's not like Chris the books. And I had a Chris and I had a little bit of a nerd out over um, a little nerd session over one of the things that got canonized. Um, Which is going to be really interesting to go over in the future. Yeah. Yes, because we're going to ha- have a Chronicle episode. We are gonna How many Chronicles do you think they're going to need? Three. Um, I think at least three, and then depending on what they want to do with the current World of Warcraft storyline, possibly I'm more. thinking like nine. The thing is, with each... With each World of Warcraft expansion, there's enough content. Well, minus Draenor, there's enough content in there Ooh, to actually have a, a chronicle volume each. Sick burns there, son. So sick burns. What about going through all of the uh, Warcraft three lore? Where's that? Well, Warcraft three is going to be between uh, Warcraft three is going to be it's volume be book three. three. Yeah. Book three. That's because basically. I'm, I'm guessing that's going to be basically the events leading into Warcraft 3, Ner'zhul becoming the Lich King, etc, etc, etc into probably modern day Yeah, so essentially the second war is where uh, Warcraft 2 ended roughly, Yeah, and then Warcraft 3 picks up where that left off and builds into the third war so Warcraft 3 is going to... Volume 3 is pretty much going to pick up where the second book finishes, which is the end of the second war, uh, and goes through the third war and modern times. So if you've got a... So so if you've got a question about a character you run into in the game, Volume 3 is going to be the one you really want to get into. Volume 3 and beyond, yep. Yep. Nine books. Um, Confirmed. 
So this one I'll go ahead and take. There's been some uh, tank feedback. We've actually been getting some blue posts um, yes. on tank feedback and things like this. Um, they basically said, yeah, magic damage is a little high. We didn't we really... Up. We fucked up. We really didn't... Uh, we didn't really account for that and tank with all the tanks mitigations and everything. Um, yeah. So yeah, there, we, we will have some tank feedback coming through. Uh, they're not going to change anything major, uh, for this current point, but it's something that they're looking at going into tomb of Sargeras, Sargeras which is uh, 7.2. So yep. they're not really going to change anything, like fundamental right now, but they will be talking a little bit about that going into 7.2. Um, Kevin, I want you to talk about this next topic. Hold on, can I, can, mm -hmm. before we jump on, easy way effects tank balance uh, with the uh, with the magic meta, because that's one of the biggest issues right now, magic meta. Mm -hmm. Easy way to fix it. Do what they did with warriors. Give us a magic and a physical act of mitigation. Boom, done. Problem solved. Well, the thing is, I think they mentioned specifically that warriors were down comparative in terms is of tanking for Nighthold. You don't see a lot of warriors because a lot of people don't play warriors. Personally. I think, That's personally I think they the way I see it. I, I'm not going to go like dig it up right now, but I'm pretty certain that they specifically called out warriors as being underperforming right now. Comparative to like, I think it's guardian druids. I think, which is strange to me. If no, that it's a uh, no, it's a uh, death knights and uh, vengeance demon hunters. Well, yeah, because we have the least magic. We have the least magic meta. Uh, of all the tanks. And talk boring. Never mind. We're 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 going to yes yes we're going to move on from that. This is something that I'm going to have to dig into a little bit deeper. I didn't think I was going to need to, but uh, Kevin. I know you've been chomping at the bit to talk about this. Uh, why don't you go ahead and talk a little bit about the developer Q&A that they did? Uh, I believe it was Thursday or Friday. Yeah, one of the I listened to the developer Q&A yesterday. It was boring. They talked a lot about items. Um, you know, it oh was... It was a lot of like very nitty gritty stuff about items and, you know, tweaking this and tweaking that and doing this and that. Like, I don't, I don't really, I don't know. It did not resonate with me as a new player. I thought it was one of the better Q&As that they've done. All right, then screw the you, Kevin. Chris, so why? why don't you talk a little yeah. bit? Um, mainly because it comes into a lot of stuff like, I love the fact that they brought up reforging and that they firmly said probably not going to happen. Now, reforging is a system that you aren't really going to know too much about, Kevin. I know. We'll talk about it later yes. with the scrap systems, obviously. Um, I, I'm very happy that they brought that up and firmly said it's not going to happen. With that and expertise gone, it's not needed. So it's it's a good thing for itemization. It, 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 refor not having reforging it encourages you to look for your best gear rather than just saying, oh, this will do, and then just taking an hour to reforge all your gear with the right stats. I'm glad they're not bringing that there, back. There was one thing that he was talking about with the legendary system where he was saying, you know, the utilitarian legendaries versus the output. Situational. Yeah, the situational ones. And he's like, oh, well, maybe you'll like it and maybe you'll try a new build. And I'm like, they are far, far away from thinking of this game like Diablo 3. And before they go trying to yeah. put an item in called a legendary to do something like that, they should really think that through. 
before they start down that path. I mean, or use the expertise from the well, from the uh, Diablo three team to figure out an entire, you know, setting system or legendary system based on their experience there. And then try to put something into the game. Not like, oh, well, I'm going to throw an item in that gives me more heroic leaps and see what players do with it. Like, it, it's just dumb. Like, I like the idea of having a different build, but I, I don't like it in this current climate. I think it's difficult to just throw that in and expect, you know, people who need the gear for raid tiers to have a legendary drop that's, like, not going to help them at all. And then one that will help them and call those things equal. Think- and I think that comes down to the fact that they've realized very quickly that the fact that they had utility legendaries and throughput legendaries was a big mistake. Yeah. That if they had just just the utility option and no power legendaries, they wouldn't be having this problem right now. People wouldn't be raging that their best le- throughput legendary has dropped, hasn't dropped and they've just got this utility one that they don't really care about. So... I mean... That's where the this issue has even spread from, the fact that they added power legendaries. The thing that I like more, instead of wasting a legendary drop on something that's going to be utility, put something in a dungeon that I could go focus on and farm and get, and then if I want to try a new build, I can get that item and then try out the build, you know, knowing that that's what I'm going for. Mm, yeah. Uh, remove yeah. the RNG element to it yeah. and give you uh, a clear goal to focus on. Right, towards. like I'm... I wouldn't say remove it. I'd say I'd say more like give other options. I think the the thing that I like is in the return to Karazhan, you can get the two piece set from there. There's like a cape and there's something else that gives you a bonus. That's that's a cool yeah, it's idea. It's like the best slot healer cape, isn't it? I I forget what it does, but you know, that allows you to run Karazhan a few times and you know, after you run it and you master the dungeon, then you get this cool set that allows you to have something extra special. And I, th- I feel like they could have done something like that with utility um, legendaries instead of, you know, oh, I get one drop every two months or every three months and I get something that does not help me at all in raid. Wow, thanks. Um, Another thing that I liked that they're going to be clarifying in the future is the personal loot trading rules yeah yeah they're confusing the shit out of a lot of people because there was one time we had a death knight tier token drop we tried to trade it to one of our other death knights in the guild who didn't have any tier items this was an item that already dropped for the other death knight so he had already had full set and he didn't need it but he couldn't trade it it was a lower eye level it wasn't an upgrade for him, but he couldn't trade it. Turns out, the reason you can't trade stuff like that is because he hasn't equipped that item onto his other specs. Therefore, it's still technically an upgrade for his other specs. No, that's so that's BS. why he couldn't trade it. Yep, that's the truth. So, though it's it's a, I think that's a system design flaw, personally, yeah. and it also. Trading uh, loot trade rules don't take legendaries any account. Especially if you're in the same guild as someone else and you cannot trade them an item that has dropped because you don't have an eye level that high yet. That that's a totally broken system. Period. Well, that's that's why a lot of guilds do master loot and things like that. Yeah, that, essentially to avoid that problem. When we're doing our normal runs, we use master loot to avoid that problem because everyone needs upgrades from heroic. No one needs upgrades. Not everyone needs upgrades. There should be some kind of guild settings where you can set stuff up like that. You know? 
It's called it, Master Loot. It, 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 it's, it's a loot system that you can set in a group. But personal. Uh, Literally called Master That's what it is. All right, whatever. <laughs> um, but I did, I did like the fact that they're going to be trying to really clarify more on the rules, change some of the rules to make it make more sense. I, so I, I like that they're understanding. Like adding flavor text so that I know that this was bonus rolled and I can't trade it to someone. Wow. Fix something else. You'd be surprised. I mean, I I get yeah. the clarity. I mean, half of the stuff. Look, we need to have this stupid podcast for people like me who doesn't, uh, who don't understand this damn game because there's so much you hidden don't English. Much good. Exactly. There's so much hidden crap in this game that it's difficult to tell without a manual. Instead of Chronicles, they should put out the official World of Warcraft user guide and explain some of this shit. Oh my God! You would have hated playing in vanilla. Yeah. You would. You would have. Actually, you mentioned you thought this was gonna like absorb your life and yes it would have uh, yeah so i i made the right yeah the the game now is at right a much call. better spot period i agree oh with you that. would have hated like everquest and ultima i oh played everquest i played lots of everquest there's, there's things in the game that are better now but there's things in the game that are worse now because of those things because of how the old systems are worked yeah. and how legacy yeah. works and everything about that um Anything else I, I you just, want to go over with the? Uh, I, I just find that it's awkward that we have to have an hour-long Q and A session with the developer to actually explain what the hell is going on in this game. Be glad that we actually have I mean, the I'm, Q and A yeah, sessions. I, this, we never had them before. This is the most we've actually been. This is the most conversation and the most interaction we've had from the Warcraft devs ever. That's great. I mean, we'll be glad we're actually getting. I this. appreciate it. I just want the system to be less complicated so that I can figure it out on my own instead of having to sit through Q&As to have someone explain it to me. Um, another thing that I'm happy about on the Q&A, getting mm -hmm. back to topic, huh? <laughs> um, heirloom items. They're, uh, yeah. As of 7.2, they will be scalable. Well, not 7.2, but shortly after the patch, they will be scalable up to 110. So, hell yeah, there's a reason to actually buy your heirlooms. Because I'm still buying yes. heirlooms. I still am upgrading them, I should say. Yes. So, uh, mentioning heirlooms, this is a complete aside, but I'm still salty that I have a hook of the Master Angler and I didn't get the damn ring back in vanilla when I won the Stranglethorn oh. day, when I won the Stranglethorn fishing contest. I, I am so super goddamn salty about that. That hook of the Master Angler lives on my priest. I still have it. Oh, that, that makes me very upset. Sorry, that's a complete aside. Um... <laughs> Anything else y'all would like to talk about uh, relating to the developer Q&A? Um, Titanforging and Warforging RNG. Yeah, they're saying yeah. that it's happening too often, I think it was. They're saying that it's happening too often. Uh, the, the, uh, it's, it's a quote here. Team, the team is still looking at tuning. Maybe it's happening more than it should. Hmm. Which, yeah, that's, that's a good point. It, I mean... Titanforging and Warforging keeps older content relevant, but if it happens frequently enough that people can go, okay, I need to go back in here and go do my 25 runs at this for yeah. my Titanforge piece, there's a problem. You shouldn't be yeah. like going out of your way to go back into it. You should be going, hmm, I'm going to go help a buddy. He's a uh, lower level. I'm going to go help yeah. him through this. It's, it's a potential reward for being a nice guy, essentially. But... Pretty much, not a guarantee. I'm gonna farm more of souls for this 
goddamn re- uh, relic that I well, want. Well, that's exactly why we had the 910 Demon Hunter that was running Mall of Souls. He was hoping to run it at a lower level so that he could get the upgrade. The problem is, is we can't run just like a normal, you know, like use the same um, mechanics as you have in um, Mythic Zero or Mythic One and scale that up to like mythic 10 so that you could run like a mythic 10 or a mythic plus 10 and be able to like get your roll chance off that one boss who has that loot piece that you want when you i was just about to say the same thing yeah when you like if you have four bosses now you only have a 25 percent chance to get an item from that boss at the end of the mythic plus run instead of a 100 percent chance from actually killing that boss and then rolling on him it's a 33 percent chance that's the yeah, that's the biggest issue with when it comes to baseline mythic. You have a ch- you have that chance to focus that one item on that one boss that you're looking for. On mythic plus, there is no guarantee that you'll get anything that that's even remotely useful for you from doing that run because it takes off the entire loot table when giving you gear. It's not a great system. So yeah, I mean, if you want to stop people from running Mall of Souls a hundred times, it's not just that they're farming AP; it's also that they're trying to get a specific item from that dungeon, and hopefully, a Titan forges. Ninety-nine percent of the reason people run Mall of Souls is for AP. The majority of it was for AP, specifically Mall of Souls. I'd say more like you're looking at people running Halls of Valor at low-level Mythic to get stuff like uh, the Horn of Valor. Titanforge, that's more likely going to be your No, that's there. because you yeah. put my stupid hidden appearance in there, bastards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, still, uh, I'm still waiting. Chris Chris and I are running uh, Halls of Valor. I know, you're running it priests. more than me, so you can get it before me. I know. I know we're what you're doing. It, we're running it nonstop yeah. to yeah. make sure I can get it before you. Just to get it before <laughs> you, and I, I'm going to laugh because we're both going to go in there one day, and we're both going to get it because our loot specs are going to be holy. And yep. yeah, we're gonna go in there. And we're both gonna get it off the boss at the same I, time. I hate you guys so much. <laughs> uh, in, any All other right, any other on. comments, questions, points on the live Q and A this week? No, other than Kevin hates us. No, it's okay. Okay, so uh, there were some minor changes into Star Augur. Um, Health of the Voidlings was scaled down uh, on. Uh, people be- groups below. T- 10 or below and then it was scaled up on groups 30 or above and you do uh, below 10 just... i don't know no i might have been 20 or below i'm not certain i didn't really check that note because i don't really raid too much so it wasn't really something that was pertinent to me chris we need to get um, you a then, raid uh, group. and then the uh <laughs> big bang ability or whatever it is the the that's the Bear one shot void phase three. Uh, added they added thirty seconds. No, it's not staring into the void. It's the other one. Uh, it added they added thirty seconds to the cast time uh, to the uh, to the delay until it begins casting. Okay, that's good. A little more, a little more time for groups that have lower DPS. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the big big news this week: release candidates have started dropping on the PTR. Um, we had a uh, PTR build that was released onto the PV, uh, PTR environment um, that was tagged as the re- as a potential release candidate. So that means... You know what else on- we didn't mention? What? The fact that the background downloader is actually going. Uh, we, if you check your notes, that's the next thing that uh, was uh, listed. No, it's not. Background, uh, background patching, patching has, has begun. begun. Oh, so you've put it in the same line. I got confused. 
Yeah. So uh, release candidates have been dropped. Uh, that usually means we've got usually between two weeks to a month or so before they've actually got the finalized client done. Yeah. Um, uh, but on that note, also, they have started background patching. So we are getting some of the 7.2 stuff that has been finalized. Uh, pushed out to us so uh, if you have background patching turned off go ahead and turn that back on just so you're ready to go when 7.2 drops in a little while um any, it's going to be like a gigabyte patch make yeah. sure you're ready uh any other and news y'all would like to talk the about the other thing about background patching mm-hmm. i just noticed this because i had to reinstall wow um if you go into the BattleNet client and then you go to settings it heavily um what's it called it scales back how fast it downloads your future yeah, it's like patches. Kilobytes a second. Yeah, so if you wanted like to like kilobytes. get that stuff faster, you could bump that up a little bit. Yep, uh, you can set that to zero, which is unlimited. So I mean, that's going to really affect your ability to play the game. But well, you could set it to zero and then go to sleep, and then it downloads it. And yeah, there's that too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, any other news we'd like to talk about this week, gentlemen? Um, no, not that I can think of. Um, Kevin is a jerk. Uh, besides that, uh, we are way deep into this show at this point. We're currently at 41 minutes into recording, so let's go ahead and jump into this week's topic. God help us. Um, so this week we're going to be talking about scrapped systems. So these are systems or, uh, features or game elements that have been scrapped, neutered out, um shelved for any number of reasons um and i put together a little list of stuff and i asked kevin uh so kevin which one do you want to hear about which one as a new player is stuff that you're not familiar with and the first goddamn things he points to is player housing and dance studio so we're going to talk about player housing and dance studio first um we're going to talk about player housing because that's the oldest one on the list um so for those of you who played pre-cataclysm uh, in Old Stormwind, you would have noticed a giant gate off uh, between, I believe it was between the Dwarven District and Dwarven Old Town. And... Wait, wasn't it between Old Town and Trade? Yeah, that's right. Old Town and... Yeah, might have been Old Town and Trade, I think. Um, but there was a giant gate that was constantly being worked on by a group of Dwarven Masons. And uh, it was just this kind of weird gate that went nowhere. And everyone was just like, why is this gate here? So people did wall jumping and people fell through the world and teleported past it and did all this stuff. And they found out that there's an instant portal that's back there that is not active. Um, it was later revealed that um, that was going to be a portal to a player housing area. Um, so player housing, if you're not familiar with MMOs, a lot of MMOs have player housing. Uh, it's basically just your own little area to live in. Your garrison, uh, for example, is basically player housing. Garrison's a bad word. Garrison is a four-letter word in this podcast. Um, but garrison is basically player housing taken to the next level. Um, so it's just a location where you can do things and, you know, you can decorate and do all this kind of junk. Uh, Lord of the Rings Online has player housing. Uh, Reft, Aeon, RuneScape. Yep. Pretty much every one of the other major ones has player housing. Uh, Black Desert Online. All like Pretty much every other MMO that exists out there has player housing. Chris. Technically, um, you could include the Star Wars with the ships. Yep, Star Wars. You yeah. know what I think of when I think about player housing in WoW and how many players what? there are? 
giant what? high-rise buildings and you know <laughs> ogres and all these people just walking into their like five by five foot uh apartment and that's their housing i mean if you think about it there's too many people in world of warcraft the world is not that big you would have high-rise buildings it would be horrible so i'll say the best game that's done player housing is probably final fantasy 14 14 did good work on it. Uh, really good. 14 and 11 both had player housing that's right um yeah, they're both really good by um, the way if you have I player think... housing the rise of homeless people would increase Actually, actually, that's an interesting little point to make because Lotro, Lord of the Rings Online, had kind of a similar problem-ish. Yeah, um, the way they handled it was that um, each – so there were multiple places of players housing, uh, multiple sizes of player housing, and it was all on these instant servers. Um, and they were sharded servers, so there were multiple copies of the server uh, existing in tandem. So while you may own one Penrose Lane on shard A28, somebody else might own one Penrose Lane on shard D16. So there were multiple shards. Um, if I remember correctly, it's been years since I played Lord of the Rings online, but uh, that's one of the ways to handle it. It's it's, it's multiple sharded instances. That's um, like 14 does it. The, the only thing that I would agree with is like a guild housing system. And that's something that they've talked about for a long time. Yeah. Also. It's like you could have a room uh, and show it off to your guild mates and it would be cool. The and It's something they've talked about for a long time, but it's something that Blizzard has also gone like new. They should do a guild clubhouse like the um, like what we have now, the order halls. Oh, God, what's the game that does guild halls? Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> they do that also. Yes, um, yeah. I'm pretty certain Eleven did something similar. Uh, Ragnarok Online had something similar, but theirs was part of a PvP system. Yeah, um, uh, was I don't a War of I don't think Rift does guild. No, they do player housing. I don't think they do, do guild housing. Uh, we're not going to talk about Rift or Aeon, okay? Those, those <laughs> WoW killers, my ass. Well, then we can't talk about Star Wars either, then. Or Star Wars. Was, I don't think we should uh, talk Age about Conan. any of that shit. It's War- a Conan, Warhammer. We can't uh, talk about no. any of them. All right. So, what about Dance Studio? <laughs> Dance Studio. Oh my God. Dance <laughs> Studio has been such a. If if you're an older player, it's a meme. It it, it, it was a it's a meme for older players. Um. So when Wrath came out, when they were doing the pre Wrath launch videos, like the announcement trailers during BC, um, one it was just they did this hyper kinetic, you know, uh, intro. It's like Death Knights level eighty, um, level yeah, level eighty, and then all this other stuff, and then Dance Studio, this giant flash of dance studio across the screen so the dance studio was a place in game where you would have been able to go and change your character's dance you would have been able to use any of the dances for any of the other races and uh you in fact in some of the builds for it um (laughs) um in some of the builds for it uh they mentioned that oh you know you'll be able to make your own custom dance um it was very quietly retired, and no one spoke of it ever again. And players no have been Blizzard anyway. No one from Blizzard, and players have been asking about the dance studio for the better part of a decade now. People would use the fucking dance studio. They would. Yes. One of the 
one of the running memes is that they will always fix it in the Dance Studio patch. That that's correct. If there's an issue, like oh, this spell isn't working right, don't worry, they'll fix it in the Dance Studio patch. They'll fix it in Dance Studio. Um, it it also ties back into the uh the I want a pony Ghost Crawler promised me a pony meme and things like that. <laughs> um. Which, you know, Blizzard tongue-in-cheek responded to both of those because, hey, you got a Dance Studio Garrison mission in Warlords. Yes. And uh, also there was a pony that you could ride at the Dark Moon Fair in Warlords. I want to know how how much time people collectively are at the transmog person and, like, in that interface, and then you tell me that Dance Studio is not viable. Now, it wasn't an issue of viability, it was an issue of systems challenge because they would have had they would have had to re-rig every single dance because yeah. for every single model it's not just a matter of scaling it up they would have had to redo every single skeleton for every single player character and bear in mind this was before the updated models this is when they were just crap and really hard to do stuff where, like where it's that like one. it's got like 16 points of articulation for the entire model whereas you know we've got a lot of points of articulation for each model now. Yeah. Um, it, it was a systems issue more than anything, and it was them biting off more than they can chew. It was classic Blizzard hubris and uh, classic Blizzard time. About, it's like, oh, it'll be soon. How about mark. just give me an alternate dance or give me an interface where I can see all the, emo- the emotes that I can actually now, use? Now, would you prefer a raid tier or a dance studio? I don't need all the fucking dances, but give me a different dance because the gnome dance sucks. No, legit. Would you prefer a I under- new raid I understand tier or, what or two new five-man dungeons? I understand. Or do you want to dance? Studio? I understand what development priorities are, but still, I still want the goddamn dance studio. I, I do the want raid- the goddamn dance studio. Okay. I want the raid tier and the dungeons, but I'd still like the dance studio somehow. I would love to. I, I I would love to get the dance studio at some point. I would love to see a night off doing uh, the orc dance. I'd be I would really dance. like um, a dedicated yeah. team at Blizzard to focus on cosmetics and dance non-combat studios. stuff. <laughs> that would be super cool. Like, do all the dance well, studio, the, do all the toys, do all the transmogs. They probably do, but they probably do. They probably do because the team is what 500, 250? I forget. Something like that. It's crazy. Uh, it's now. the largest team. It's the largest the team's ever been. Yeah. Which is insane. Which is good because that, you know, gives us hope that we're actually going to get content constantly now. Hopefully. Yep. Fingers crossed. Right. So Kevin picked our first two topics that we talked about with the scrap systems. Uh, Chris, why don't you go ahead and pick one of the uh, systems uh, and we can talk about that. Let's talk about uh, the def- Defense of the Alehouse and Azara Crater. Okay. All right. Let's talk a little bit about them. So those were very interesting. Uh, those were really uh, interesting kind of things that have been talked about uh, quite often. And Kevin, I swear to God, if you keep typing, you're just going to keep distracting me in bright red letters right next to what I'm trying to talk about. <laughs> um so those are two battlegrounds that were announced at various points. Azaria Crater has actually been announced twice. Um, it was first announced back in vanilla um, and never went anywhere. And it was uh, next announced in uh, what mists. Uh, it was announced during Cataclysm. During for Cataclysm mists, for mists. Uh, yeah. In an offhanded comment in BlizzCon 2011. Um, and then never went anywhere again. 
defense of the alehouse uh, was going to be uh, Ajara character was would have actually given purpose to Ajara because they've said on multiple occasions they just kind of threw Ajara together and didn't really expect anybody to level there yeah, or do even anything. Though there. Everyone went there. Everyone went there for specific reasons, though. What were the reasons? Uh, Black Lotuses, class, class quests. Wait, could you get Black Lotuses out of Ajara? Out of Ajara? Uh, yes. I want to say yes. Want to say yes? I can't remember. I did all of my Black Lotus farming in Wintergrass, so most people dead. But I know. Uh, but uh, it would have actually given Ajara a purpose. Um, as it was, Ajara was just a goddamn mess of quest chains and stuff that just kind of fell out of nowhere with no logical reasoning behind it. Um, Defense of the Alehouse was the Dota clone that they announced uh, as a potential battleground during uh, for Mists. Um, it would have been a three-lane brawler. It would have been basically a five-man, three-lane brawler. It would have been Heroes of the Storm and World of Warcraft, but with your character. Essentially, yes. Um, it used uh, Pandaren architecture, um, and it would have just basically just been a 5v5 with uh, trash mobs. Essentially, it would have been a 5v5 uh, arena with trash mobs. And bosses and stuff. And bosses and things like that. But it, it would have been... I, I think it would have been an interesting system, but I'm glad they took what they did with that and rolled it into the Heroes Project. One of the things they didn't know what they were going to do about it was the how were they going to simulate leveling? Yep. How were they going to simulate items? Uh, that was the biggest problems that they didn't know how to fix. They, they could yeah. have done something like that instead of what we got in Warlords of Draenor. Right? With... um. What's that, Joan? Silver Shard? No, the, the open world-ish zone. Oh, uh, Ashran? Ashran, yeah. Ashran itself has been a, just a long series of disappointments, and for some reason they are still pushing Ashran, yeah, uh, yeah. even in current content, which is just sad. Um, but Defense of the Alehouse was one of those things that was announced during that whole period when Blizzard was fighting with Valve Software. Yep. Um, over the Dota, Defense of the Ancients uh, yes, trademark. When, Hero, when Heroes first came out, it was called Blizzard Dota. And then they settled their argument with Valve and they called it Blizzard, Blizzard All-Stars. All mm -hmm. And then when it finally came to, oh, beta's going live, here it is. And then we suddenly got a new name, Heroes of the Storm. Um. So the thing is, is that the original Dota was built in the Warcraft two, Warcraft three engine, uh, yeah. Reign of Chaos engine. In fact, the original engine, uh, and then through a long series of developers, it ended up on the uh, TFT, the the Frozen Throne uh, engine, which was the Warcraft expansion, uh, Warcraft the expansion, um, and it came into the hands of Icefrog, the current developer of it. Um, it developed it and blah, 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 blah. And then eventually he sold the idea to Valve. The problem is, is that the contract language, the EULA language that you, that you agreed to every time you log into World of Warcraft, the EULA language, the TOS language that you use when you log into the map editor uh, for Warcraft 3, the campaign editor, uh, specifically states that Blizzard owns the content that is developed using it. And that's very yeah. standard language in almost every EULA and TOS. Um, Called a EULA. And yeah, 
yeah, that caused a lot of issues. Um, that's why the Skeleton King character in Dota is now the Wraith King character, because um, Blizzard sued them. That's why the Ranger character is now Wind Ranger, not Wind Runner, as she used to be in Dota. Um, there was yep. just a long series of back-and-forth lawsuits between them. Uh, eventually, Valve won the Dota name and things like that. But Blizzard has still got control over the individual character names. Yep. Uh, and and some of the design aspects of them. Yep. Um, so those were some really interesting ones that were kind of rolled into other systems. And this is something you're going to find with like the scrapped or destroyed systems that exist within Blizzard games, especially in WoW, that eventually they're repurposed into something else. Um, and this next one we're going to talk about, which is probably going to be the last one we talk about for today. We should today. probably talk about Path of the Titans, because that's, that's what Vince wanted to talk about. <laughs> I swear to God, Christopher, you let me finish speaking. <laughs> you let me finish speaking, you son of a no. bitch. No. The other one we're going to talk about is Path of the Titans. Exactly that. Thank you, Chris, for stealing my thunder. Um, I love it. And that's one that was actually rolled into other topics. That's stuff that was rolled into other... Um, other systems that came out. So Path of the Titans, uh, contrary to what Mr. Pauli over here believed, Mr. Chris over here believed, uh, out his was full not name announced on the broadcast. Yes, really? that's his full name. It's my full names on my Twitter, and we get it's it my Twitter every every week. Every week, exactly. Um, so Path of the Titans was a system that was announced for Cataclysm. Uh, contrary to what Chris believes, uh, it was announced for Cataclysm. And it was a system that it was an in-game leveling uh, progression system that you would have gotten at level 85. Uh, in it, you would have declared allegiance to a cult, to a specific titan and joined the cult associated with that titan. Um, there would have been uh, unique leveling systems that were uh, a unique leveling system that was in it that would have been an in-game progression uh, as you developed knowledge about the Titan via the archaeology profession that was introduced. Um, it was supposed to be this really just sort of you get in here and you get this all taken care of and you discover everything about this Titan and you uh, every couple of levels within the progression path you would have unlocked a choice that would give you. Uh, you know, some bonus to something your specific class did. That was the thing, is that there was all these different little classes and all these different little roles and specs and things associated with it. It was a massive undertaking for them to do. Um, eventually, they got to the point where they're just like, mm, this is not going to work. This just ain't going to work. So they scrapped the system. Well, they scrapped the system for it, and eventually they started gutting it, uh, which is fantastic, because a lot of the things that we're dealing with now actually are relics of the Path of the Titan system. Um, the inscription with the glyphs that they received, uh, the prime glyphs, I believe they were called, the majors, primes, whatever they majors, were. Primes and then majors. Uh, are relics of the Path of the Titan system. Because it would have been these things that you slotted into this progression path. Um, just Archaeology itself. Archaeology itself. Well, archaeology itself was designed specifically to be a companion to Path of the Titans. It was the enabler for Path of the Titans. Uh, like, mining is the enabler for blacksmithing or jewel crafting or engineering. So archaeology was meant to be this uh, just enabler. Um, 
which is also why archaeology is a secondary profession, not a primary profession. It's specifically for that, because Path of the Titans was going to be this game-wide, everybody would be able to have access to this uh, progression system. Um, it was interesting, but at the time, Blizzard was beginning to move, because wasn't Cataclysm when they introduced the new talent trees? Yeah, the, ta- the shrunken-down talent trees. Yeah. That you, it's, it's essentially, that was when you weren't able to really... Deep dive into they got other rid specs. Of deep, they, got, they got rid of uh, hybrids at that point. Cataclysm yeah. was the death of hybrids. Yep. Um, so that was part of the thing about it, was that Path of the Titans would have given you the ability to kind of like hybridize a little bit or kind of move out of your comfort zone into something else. Um, but the thing is, is that the, at that time, they were starting to narrow down talent trees narrow down player choice and player confusion and honestly path of the titans probably would have created more player confusion and i i see one of the re- that could potentially have been one of the reasons why they decided that as a system it wasn't going to work because it was all these extra superfluous choices when they specifically made the conscious decision to remove extra superfluous choices from your talent trees and your talent builds and it makes complete sense to me um, at the same time, I'm disappointed because Path of the Titans was a fantastic, it looked like a fantastic system. Of course, that is looking at it. That's not actually getting into it. Uh, we all thought world quests were going to be fantastic. World quests were going to be this thing that kept driving you into the game. And now it's like, uh, okay, slash WQL, which one has gear for me? Um, so it's it's just one of those systems that's really... It didn't go as well as intended. Uh, but one of the things that Path of the Titans did give us, ultimately, in the end, is our artifact progression. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the artifact progression very neatly mirrors the whole Path of the Titans system. You do this thing to gather this resource to improve your path. Sounds a lot like you get this resource to gather this thing to improve your artifact. And, you know, artifacts have been... Artifact weapons have been talked about as the in ultimate in-game progression. It is not the ultimate in-game progression, but it's been talked about, it was talked about very heavily as being the in-game progression for pretty much everybody. It was going to be a universal in-game for everybody. Um, it's just a really interesting system that uh, I really enjoyed the thought of. Um, Kevin, did you have any sort of thoughts or questions about Path of the Titans? Why can't they just give us Paragon system like they have in... Oh god. Uh Diablo 3. Uh your 20 your uh 34 point talent is basically paragon. Yeah, but it's going to go away at the end of the patch so I don't really get to use it and, and I don't get to use it across other characters. They're giving you a whole new one, whole new one at 50 that scales infinitely. Yeah, it's going to scale infinitely only for this release. And then what? It goes away and then or I can't use it on another character. You know what I mean? I, I get what you're saying, but it's like they're, they're developing new systems and they're trying to figure out what sticks. I like the system. I would says, use it again. A Paragon system for an MMO would not work. It's like, what happens when you're leveling? Does it just deactivate? Do you automatically get 10 levels because you're Paragon level 10? The second you log in? 
do you auto uh, your, if your power going 120 do you automatically go past the level so cap? How, how was pa- path of the titans or anything different from that what was going to make it, it was a so much it, it was a finite system it was a finite system you got up to this end game point and that's as far as it progressed it would be like saying your artifact weapon right now doesn't have its 35 point talent okay so all you did was you leveled up to your 35 three golden dragons and you leveled up to 34, you got your three golden dragons, and then you maxed out your talent tree, and that was it. All right. it, it had a, from what we can tell, because they didn't release all the information about it, it had a definitive endpoint associated with it. So you leveled up to this, and then ultimately your ultimate goal was to level up to this, and it was designed as a system that would carry you through most of Cataclysm. Much the same way as that they claimed that the artifact weapon would take you until the end of the, uh, uh, it'd take you to the end of expansion to, you know, like complete it and max it out and do everything with it. Yeah, bullshit. Bullshit, I say. Bullshit. All right. Um, any other questions about sort of the Path of the Titan system or anything associated with it? You sound very depressed, and I'm sorry that we just had to shut you down and burn you so hard there. Um, Chris, any kind of questions, any sort of comments, any sort of things that you want to talk about with Path of the Titans? Well, I'm kind of glad that it did get scrapped, although I do wish that we got to at least play with it a little bit in beta. I think what we've gotten out of the system from it being scrapped is actually better overall. I think it's... A good thing that it was scrapped because what we got from it is something that I actually do really like the artifact system and the progression system and I I think the reason I enjoy it is because I don't actually go full on out on it. My main, my death, my demon hunter, my artifact's only level 41. I'm not maxed out yet because I'm taking my time with it. I don't have to max out. Okay. I'm not doing any endgame mythic progression. I I'm okay with taking it slow and doing it at my own pace. So I like that system. Okay. I can I can I can dig it. I can dig it. Um it's I like I like the systems in place. I, I you know, I'm I don't know. I don't know. I, I got my issues with all the with the uh, with the systems they got in place, and I've got my issues with the systems that they did not implement. Um, so yeah, I, it, it it kind of leads me into just kind of this trail off where I'm just like I don't I don't know what to say about this, but there's really not a whole lot to go beyond. You know, it's like I was happy with the system as it stood. I was happy with the system. I'm I'm kind of happy with the system they've got right now. Um, I have my problems with the artifact. With artifacts, um, yeah, and I've mentioned that a couple of times, um, but overall, it's not a bad system. Kevin, I swear to God, if you start typing, um, so <laughs> I think that's gonna cover it for the scrap systems. We've got a whole list, probably another like ten that we could talk about that we'll probably talk about on another show, um, just because we took so much time talking about the news and we had great conversation we did we had really good good conversations we really did we really did talk uh some really good conversations so um gentlemen uh do y'all have any salt this week yes kevin i do kevin kevin what salt do you have in a section of the show we like to call don't do that
So don't do that ever again. Don't do that ever the, again. Exactly. Yeah. That's where the name of the show came from, <laughs> <laughs> or the segment. <sighs> All right. So there's a few things that uh, happened to me in game. First of all, the system where you can leave LFR early after you get the boss that completes the quest that you got from your table is stupid. Um, it leads to people showing up halfway through an LFR and then having to run it again because they didn't get that one boss that they needed. So they should really do. They should really fix that. Blizzard, don't do that. All right. Wait, okay. wait, wait. So you're saying that if someone leaves an LFR, it shouldn't fill up with people who are in the so, queue? So, no. The the problem is is that saying, I get... All right, I get a table quest, and it says go into Emerald Nightmare, all right, and kill the first boss out of the three bosses. If they're currently on the second boss when I zone in, now I have to go do that LFR again because I didn't get the boss kill off the first boss that completes my quest. Okay, but there are, saying, safe, there are safety measures in place for that, though. If you do queue up a second time... It will prioritize uh, the bosses that you haven't killed. Yeah, he's saying that if he has the quest, he should have a priority queue because he's got the quest. Like, specifically for... Uh, so, say it's the first boss to go kill with Nythendra or whatever. I don't think there's a quest to kill Nythendra, but... Uh, say, say he's got... Huh? Let's say there is a quest. Let's say there's a quest to go kill Nythendra. He queues in the system right now. It takes him into uh, Ilganoth. Rinferal. Yeah. Ilganoth or Rinferal. It takes him, and the, the group is on that. He's saying that he should have, because he's gotten this quest from Blizzard specifically, that he should be able to have go into that priority queue that already exists. That, and that's one he way to be fix able it. to get into a fresh one. The other way is give people a heavy leaver's that, queue. I understand, yeah penalty i would say that would work there is a leaver's penalty but you only get the leaver's penalty after the first boss has been killed so if, if you if you if you kill if you leave before the first boss has been killed you get the leaver's penalty once the first boss is dead so for that exact reason say you had a quest for just the first boss so you don't want to do the full thing you can leave yeah it's great for you but you're screwing over the damaged person who's got to wait forever to jump into the queue or whoever's got to wait forever to be able to kill whatever boss they need. This is actually a really interesting topic. Yeah. Like prioritization it's a, it's a and topic. how cues work. We could, so that, we're going to use this for a topic and we'll talk about All this right. more. We need to definitely dive, deep dive into at some point. Uh, any other I, complaints this week? Any I, other rage? Um, Kevin? I had something down called bad tanks because we've gotten some bad tanks in some uh, dungeons recently, but I can't remember anything specifically. Some tanks are just bad. I don't know what else there is to say. Uh, and I already talked about the overflowing problem with holy words. You're the reason that tanks don't want to tank. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes tanks are bad. bad tanks. Sometimes tanks are bad, but sometimes, sometimes they're good. Sometimes they're good. Do get shit for DPS being assholes. But the um, you know, if you're doing higher level dungeons this week, especially with uh, overflowing, just don't take um, DKs. Don't take people who heal themselves a lot. Don't, definitely don't take a, a demon hunter. Fuck yeah. They don't know what is going on. Chris. Wow. Chris, so why is your doctor <laughs> telling you that uh, Warfarin may be right for you this week? Uh, because I'm going to kill Kevin. <laughs> okay. Uh, so two things. One, uh, demon hunters are great tanks. Just don't be a dick. And two, hunters, for the love of all that is goddamn holy, 
This is coming from your tank. Turn off Growl on your fucking pet. It's really not Is hard. that a taunt? This is why... Th yes, it is. It's an autocast taunt on like a five-second cooldown or something. Um, this is why I don't take hunters when I pug. This is why if I if a hunter... If a hunter pet pulls aggro, I kindly say, Dude, you put your taunts on, can you turn it off? I, ask, I give them two chances. I ask twice. If I'm the group leader... Instant kick. You're an asshole. You're not listening. You're being a dick. I'm not putting up with you. I'm not carrying your fucking ass through a dungeon if you can't listen to me and turn off your goddamn pet tone. He's super angry. I Sounds like this, this is a specific I, person. I was a hunter main. I was a hunter main from vanilla all the way through to I'd probably even say cataclysm because I only healed when we needed healers in in wrath. So you had um, absolutely no skill from the beginning of the game to cataclysm i understood when you turn off fucking taunt he didn't he didn't respond to me so that's okay <laughs> i'll respond to you later ouch that's uh all right it's kind of kind of sexy Hunters quit being uh, bad at video turn games. off fucking just just turn off taunt that's all i'm asking turn off taunt uh the oh, only hard. complaint i have this week is about myself uh for my own fat goddamn fingers for not being able to heal effectively because i suck at healing apparently so how are you dealing with the healing? I'm interested now because you guys are holy priests too. I have a I have a mouse that's got buttons on the side of it when I play WoW. Do you guys do that or how do you deal with the buttons? I, no, I, I don't have that crazy use, abortion you have. I use key bindings and I press the buttons and I click on people's health. Okay. I, I, I don't have some crazy eldritch abortion freaking insane mouse like you do um i've got two buttons and stuff on one yeah. through five and key I've bindings i've tried to use click i've tried to use healbot i've tried to use voodoo it lowers my healing i i'm fine with my key bindings and my clicking on people to heal them i'm fine with that it works as long as as long as people aren't dying i'm doing it right that's yeah. the way i see it see my problem is is that I don't have crit mastery gear. I have crit haste because I geared a shadow. That's your big problem. Yeah, so that's my problem there. That's why I can't so just heal do disc. Yeah, I really should just do disc. Disc it's is really dumb. That's though. the problem with holy. It's you get holy and you get all that gear and you take all that time, or you can do um, the two other specs. So people yeah. who do disc, they can easily go to shadow. People who do shadow can go to disc. Yada yada. I gotta learn how problem to do this. Problem is, disc. desk isn't as an as effective. Desk is lower healer right now. It's yeah. it's the lower lowest healer right now. Um, it does good numbers in DPS uh, along with healing, so it's a combination of the two. It's very effective, but it's so more complicated than it's ever been compared to previous forms of desk, like shields and heals, old spam smite atonement. Um, it's having to juggle a tried it. Is, is 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 weird. I've tried it. I've pra I've been practicing on it, and I don't I don't like it. It's fixed a lot of the problems that old desk had, where it was just OP. But it's no, I don't like the new discipline. I can't play it. I'm gonna have to go. I don't think it's that discipline. bad. I it's it's kind of like you're healing as a byproduct of killing shit. But I don't want to do that. If I want to heal, I want to heal. I don't want to kill shit to heal. 
Yeah, it's just like the damage isn't high enough to justify it being like the fourth DPS or the fourth character or the fifth character in a like five man group. It it does it just like if you're doing a high mythic plus where if you're doing like a mid level mythic plus where it's like a ten where you're doing the four DPS strat, four DPS one tank strat, um, the DPS they do isn't high enough to justify their place within the group. For the first time since Wrath of the Lich King, Desolum Priests are the lowest healers performance, performing wise. Which and is hilarious because Holy used to be the worst. Yeah, and they are the lowest played spec of all the healers, hands down. Because it's hard to do. And there's definitely a skill it's cap. It's not that it's hard to do, it's just that it's, it's not performing anywhere near the it other It is harder specs. than Holy. For sure. Yes. Yeah, but e either, even if it wasn't as hard as, even if it wasn't harder than Holy, it's not performing number-wise. Even with simulations, it's not performing number-wise. That's it, the point we're making. I mean, it, it's fantastic in certain aspects. For certain aspects, it's great. Other aspects, well, it's The not problem is, is that you can't do, like, super great healing and then also do sick DPS at the same time. That would be OP. But the problem is, is that the way that they're... The spec works is that you either have to do like sick nasty DPS to heal through atonement, or you are just this like shield bot that just sits there and spams that uh, cast time shield they've got, and that's it. And it's not it's not great compared not to other healers. It's really not. I'm gonna have to experiment with it. I'm gonna play with it. I think I think I'll round out our group. So we'll have a we'll have a uh, two holy priests and a disciplined priest. There you go. There we go. All right. All right, folks, um, anything else in a, uh, Kevin, final thought? My final thoughts are have a great week and wow, people. Enjoy your whatever you're doing. Uh, Chris, final thoughts. The systems that Blizzard of, of Scraps had such potential, and I'm sad that some of them are not there. I really could use a drink of water. <laughs> All right, folks, oh, that's our show I do, for the I do huh? have one final thing before we end the show. I swear to God. I swear to God. Oh, my God. I swear to God. We have a Zazzle page. I swear to God. I swear to God. We have stickers and buttons on Zazzle. Azeroth CTC. Find us. So that's our show this week, folks. Uh, to talk to us during the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at Azeroth CTC. Kevin is at SwingCat with a K. Chris is at Akari, A-K-A-R-I underscore Mag. And I am at Gavril, G-A-V-R-I-I-L underscore E-T. Uh, if you'd like to find us in game, they're on the Dalaran server. The chat channel is going to be ACTC. Uh, you can also email the show at AzerothCTC at gmail.com. Uh, we'd love to get uh, a review or a comment or anything. Just tell us to go kill ourselves. Whatever. Any social media experience is a good social media experience. Uh, shoot us a review on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, any of that kind of jazz. Uh, with that, we're going to go ahead and say bye for the week, folks. Say bye. Bye. Bye-bye.